people don't snow, or do they? Dwellers, and welcome back to Top Shelf Disney Animation Studios Library. I am Jeff, and joining me as always is the beautiful and the wonderful, the card letter spinning on Wheel of Fortune esque. Is that was that, is that a dated reference? Can I make a Wheel of Fortune reference nowadays? Oh, Wheel of Fortune has been and will always be on the air. It's as timeless as some of the movies we're watching on this podcast. I think that's an insult to some of these movies that we are watching on this podcast. <laughs> TC DeWitt. Thank nice. you, TC. Hey, everybody. <laughs> TC, yeah, ready to talk Disney with you. Specifically, <laughs> The Flying Elephant, Dumbo. Oh, yes. The movie we watched this week, the 1941 mm. animated classic, Dumbo. TC, off the bat, what did you think about this movie? Your thoughts? Oh, it's we're a just short, jump. We're, we're just jumping right we're, on. We're going to go here. right on into this this conversation because I'm really curious. No preamble. <laughs> no preamble. I, you know what? I have not seen this movie for a good number of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew I I knew it was the shortest one. Well, it's not actually. I, I was wrong in that. We're going to get some ones that are 45 minutes long. Yeah, I, I started reading up on it. And I went, oh, oh wait, this hour and four minute movie isn't the shortest film. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we'll see that down the line. Um, oh. And I I like Timothy the Mouth. Uh, the Mouth? Timothy the Mouth. <laughs> Timothy the Mouth. Well, technically, he is the mouth of Dumbo since he does all the talking. I feel like Timothy the Mouth is some sort of, like, gangster from the 1930s. You'd be like, yeah, it's Timothy hey, yeah, the Mouth over there, you know? What's going on? Yeah, Timothy the Mouth. <laughs> Timothy Q. Mouse, yes. who is... Dumbo's hype man and friend. I, I always liked him because the T in my name stands for Timothy. Oh, um, but okay, the J uh, in mine stands for mouse. So <laughs> weird. <What? laughs> it's a silent J. <laughs> let's let's be honest here. He's really just Jiminy Cricket 2.0. He really is. There's another small character mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. comes in kind of in shambles and ultimately wears a very nice outfit. With a hat. True. Uh, you know, he's not necessarily in shambles. He's in his circus gear from the get-go. He's yeah. not He's not a homeless wanderer. He's a circus mouse. But, you know, to get to get to your answer to your question here, my thoughts on this film overall and in general is it's, it's meh. It's forgettable. Oh, thank you. It's, I, I'm, I was, good, I'm glad we're on the... Okay. I was so worried. I'm like, I really was like, okay. Okay, and just I hope I hope you don't love it because I don't. <laughs> I was really worried because yeah, me watching it, I was like, it, I mean, it moves fast and it's fine, and there's a couple <laughs> decent moments in it, but I was just kind of like, oh, okay. Like, See, I disagree. I don't think it moves fast. This moves remarkably slow for a 64 minute movie. Because I I feel there's so little to this plot mm-hmm. that everything is drawn out. Like take for example the uh, the elephant tower collapsing. Yeah. Right? Yep. When when all the elephants are stacked up and they start falling over, that goes forever. Just fall <laughs> over already. Oh. It's just like in action movies whenever there's an explosion and they cut to that same explosion five different times. Five times. (laughs) Yeah. And there's a lot of this movie that's just drawn out. Just – I mean I mean I I did some research. I was was looking up online and obviously the the big thing seemed to be that this was supposed to be a short. It wasn't supposed to be a long film but they turned it into a longer film and they kind of stretched it out. So I wonder if that's half the problem is that they're Mm -hmm. just filling space and filling time. Um, there, there is a good story here, at least. I, I, I like the idea. Well, I, I like the idea of the story, not what the story does, because it's essentially <laughs> about a deformed kid who <laughs> embraces what makes him unique and, you know, sticks it to the jerk people that are <laughs> denying him any sort of, of credit. It's just because he has big ears, he's he's ostracized. Right. Uh, or el- and that's not cool. <laughs> no, it's and not. And he rises up and he, he rises up and he proves himself. And that's great. And I like that message. And I like that, that, that element of this movie is great. The sad, I, I do the, like that. But the bad thing is, is that that all of that, what you just described happens in literally the last four minutes of the movie. <laughs> like it's a, Exa- it's yeah. a 60 minute movie of just depression and sadness. And then the last, <laughs> it is a very sad film. <laughs> it yeah. is. And then the last four minutes is the whole Dumbo embracing who he is and then using that to make himself better and then showing off and then like, like 
basically getting revenge on the circus and the elephants and all the other people for treating him so poorly and showing that he can be the real true thing. The movie wraps up so quickly. I was in like a... Oh, gosh, yeah. Like for a, as drawn out as some of the things are, the yeah. ending is just like a minute long. It's like, <laughs> he flies. Timothy's famous. Dumbo's famous. Mama, uh, Mama Jumbo is freed. The end. Yeah, it was, like, uh, it was like, oh, we're done. Oh, okay. <laughs> do you know who could? Do you know who could nail this movie? Huh. Who could? Who could just take this movie as everything about it and just knock it out of the park? Hmm. The Pixar animated shorts department. Yes, I could see that because. Pixar's animated shorts like Feast and uh, Paper Man, those shorts can pack such an emotional punch in such a short amount of time. They tell very complex stories, mm-hmm. in, and they work. They work on every level. Right. I, I have I've never seen a Pixar short that doesn't just nail it. Right, and so many of those Pixar shorts don't have any dialogue in them either. It's all through yep. visual yep. or through just emotion that you get from watching the actions of the characters on screen, which in essence is mm-hmm. Dumbo. Really, I think it's crazy, but I really kind of cool, and I, I want to come back to this, and I want to ask you why you think they did this, but it's so weird that we've had, okay, so we had two normal Disney movies, normal in traditional sense. You have a story about a princess for number one. You had a story about a, yeah. like a puppet coming to life for number two. Fantastic. <laughs> Fantasia. This is what we're going to do like every 10 episodes. We're just going to recap and you're going to do a quick little voice thing. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, it'll be a game. Um, okay. <laughs> but no, like, and then you have Fantasia, which was all musical, but then you get this one. But what you have is you have a, you have a story where your two main, well, I guess Timothy Q. Mouse speaks, but your main character, the, the, the character who the movie is named after never says a word in the entire film. He hiccups. Yeah, that's right. He's he's he hiccups. He squeezes. He, you know, he makes right. little noises. But but he never he's says a, he's anything. He's a mute character, right? And yeah. even so, um, uh, uh, his mom, Mrs. Jumbo, she only ever speaks his name. That's the only thing she says in the entire movie as well. Everybody. I don't think they, everybody else talks. There's something. <laughs> right, 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 right. Those those gossiping other elephant women and this movie's just so clunky it's it's just one idea after another it's no surprise to me that this was intended to be short or a series of shorts Mm -hmm. because it it feels that way i i really like the stork character that kicks off the movie yeah and i like the the pink elephants on parade sequence although i like that sequence it's neat, but it's also what the hell were those clowns drinking? I know. That's see, that was my question. I wanted to know what kind of alcohol that was. That <laughs> what were they drinking? <laughs> I was man, whatever it is. I, you know, hey, look, I, like I'm not gonna lie. I, I've had one or two drinks in my life. I've never seen that sort of thing happen after <laughs> like a drink of something. <laughs> oh my goodness, that was some potent uh, but- stuff. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> the. The movie just everything that Snow White and Pinocchio and even elements of Fantasia that 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 worked, Mm -hmm. they didn't have any. The snappiness of the bits of Pinocchio, the bits of Snow White, they they snap along at a nice pace. Even though those movies are quite a bit longer, Dumbo feels like the longer film because it just drags out these ideas, the train, the not having the the narrative singers as opposed to the characters sing right where that that does work in other movies but in this movie i don't know it just didn't pack the same it wasn't as impressive as the other two narrative films we saw and uh, you know i'm i'll take i'll take um fantasia off the table just just between snow white and pinocchio this movie doesn't have the snap and the pizzazz as those films previously have had and i and i have to wonder if it was because of budget constraints or the financial strain that the three movies prior to this had on the studio that they had to cut corners but the sound mix is off there's there's abrupt sound changes there's different microphones for characters like uh and we'll get back to the crows but in the mm-hmm. crows section one of those crows singing sounds like he's from across the room <laughs> uh, the the fade outs the constant fade outs which is a dated cinematic style anyhow right there are still fade outs to this day but they usually happen at the end of acts um in in dramatic films uh, fade outs tend not to to be used as heavily now as they did in the past, but 
that really gives this film a very clunky feel. Right. Well, and you know, and so I was, I was, I was kind of doing some reading up on this and I know what they did. You you mentioned it. It was, it's a, it's a financial limitation or it was a budgetary limitation because they made this movie basically just as a cash cow. They needed it to be just something cheap that they could throw out there and hope mm-hmm. to recoup the loss because, um, I know, I think we talked about it a little bit, obviously you made a comment about it, but just now, but like Snow White and Pinocchio didn't do that well in theaters. You know, they were critically, uh, they, well, they were kind of critically praised and obviously snow yeah. white like snow white got a got a nomination i believe right wasn't there an oscar mm-hmm. nomination oh, yeah, there, yeah. right it, and it eventually got an honorary oscar with the the normal size statue and the seven little oscars right. that's right so but like it was it was it was those both of those movies but that both of those movies lost at the box office whereas like so this is just a well we hope they'll make some money off of it and mm-hmm. <laughs> strangely enough this one that was so tightly budgeted was the one that did really well at the box office um because it it only had a budget of eight hundred thousand dollars in 1941 which because Mm -hmm. hey those of you who listen to top shelf afi i did my inflation cake my inflation nation (laughs) um it was uh that's about 13 and a half million dollars for an animated film nowadays Nowadays, wow, that's very low budget. It's still a very low, yeah. You can see how low it is. And in in the original run, it made two and a half million dollars in forty one, or about forty million dollars. So <laughs> that's what they needed, I guess. <laughs> exactly. So you they 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 had a movie for thirteen million dollars that made almost forty one million dollars in the original just like run. And this is in forty one when there's not a whole lot of screens everywhere. Still, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure it didn't get distributed it all over the place like a movie nowadays would um but so i mean it 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 got it brought money back to the company and it definitely did exactly what it it should have so i'm not surprised if uh you know there's a lot of clunkiness to it or if the story wasn't mm-hmm. written that well or you know if there's issues with the animation like they did the uh like the, the backgrounds are watercolors which they didn't i think this was like the last movie they did that on for years and years and years uh just because it was cheaper than doing the the, the normal backgrounds um so that's why mm-hmm. it looks the, different yeah. you know like it 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 really was just hey we need to make a movie real quick here you go it and let's felt, just do it. it just the the fact that the watercolors was cheaper and easier is what i'm understanding you're saying yep it looks it oh, it yeah. doesn't pack the same impressive look as the as the other movies that have come before it it feels more like the disney shorts which they had done for years and years up to this point and mm-hmm. it and they capitalized on probably the ease at which they make those movies to make this one. Now, it's not to say that this movie is is devoid of anything good. Uh, Dumbo is an incredibly cute character. Oh yeah, totally. I, oh, I already you, spoke. You can, yeah. you feel the emotion that he that he conveys for a character again who doesn't yes. talk. You yes. completely see it in his eyes. And and I've already said I appreciate his what he represents in someone who's mocked for a deformity or a disability or being different and rising above that. I love that message. He is such a cute character. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think Jim, Jiminy 2.0, Timothy, <laughs> Timothy is, is different enough from Jiminy just in his kind of his New York attitude. You know, he's got that sort of uh, Bugs Bunny sort of voice to him. Right. Hey, come on, Dumbo. Like, I, I like him. He's a great, the, the movie really starts when Timothy shows up, right. that's when the plot begins. We we do get the Dumbo is born. He's made fun of for his big ears, but that goes on for quite some time. Mama Jumbo uh, gets locked up and whatnot. But the movie really doesn't start having any form of this is the plot right. until Timothy shows up and and starts bolstering Dumbo's. Uh, uh, you know, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm at a loss for words right now. <laughs> encouraging him and being positive with him and being being a genuinely good guy um, which you, you, you there's, a, there's a moment there with timothy where, because i again i don't again we're, we're still in those movies where i don't remember the last time i saw this i don't remember much of what happens i didn't realize that you know timothy showed up 
you know, as far into the movie as he does. And then I, oh, yeah, I didn't it's almost, realize it's all past that. the 20 minute mark that he shows up, <laughs> which, which in a 60 minute movie. So we're a third of the way through That's the film the before way, yeah. you're basically your secondary mean character shows up. Um, I it's, did not remember him being a good guy. Of course, I didn't remember him being a bad guy, but me and my jaded world of nowadays, I guess I was waiting <laughs> for him to <laughs> like to yeah, turn. Yeah, you got big dummies. Look at you with your dummies. Yeah, like or try to take advantage of him. Even if it was to learn a lesson, like ah, I can't take mm-hmm. advantage of him. You know, he tries to, and <laughs> but then does. But like I was waiting for something like that to happen, but it, it never does. He's legitimately just his friend the entire time, and it kind of threw me off. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, I mean he yeah, does he does use Dumbo for his own financial gain, I guess, because if Dumbo gets popular, then he gets popular. If that's true, a, true. If a thing, but I don't know. But I mean, that's still he's not. I guess he's not just taking the money and run or or no, anything no, he's like not that. A, he's not a cruel character. Right. He is a he's an uplifting, positive character from the get, and he he doesn't force Dumbo into doing anything. He encourages him into doing things, and I like that. I like that relationship. With Dumbo and Timothy, which we 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 got that with Jiminy and Pinocchio, but Jiminy Jiminy and Pinocchio's relationship was stilted in that Pinocchio never listened to Jiminy. Mm-hmm. Dumbo and Timothy's relationship as mentor and mentee is Dumbo is uh, is is goes along with with Timothy and lets him be encouraged and and guided. Uh, it just. It's just so structurally – it's too slow sometimes and then way too fast. Like him, all right, I got my magic feather. I'm going to jump. Okay, the feather was a lie. You can fly. Like there's no – and that the, whole, the pace is all over in this movie. Yeah, and that, that feather bit, I, I missed – honestly, I missed the, I don't know, 30 seconds where there actually was where, – where, the, where they referenced that it wasn't a real feather or wasn't a real magical feather. Because I'm sitting it's, here it's trying to – It's not even 30 to, seconds. It's like three seconds. He loses the feather. Of, right. Like, and I'm like, wait, wait, wait. What happened? Wait, wait. I looked down. Wait, what, what just – okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm lost. What happened? And like I was – oh, man. It bugged me. It, oh, it bugged me so much. Like I don't care if it's short. <laughs> Because again, yeah. we you discussing like you discussing the Pixar shorts, you can tell a fantastic story with no dialogue, with a character that mm-hmm. de- that never utters a word in five minutes. You can tell, you can give me emotion, you can give me laughter. I I can feel all sorts of emotions. So I don't care about the length of the film, but yeah, it comes down to how the story is structured. That's what bothered me. Um, I feel just it, uh, it, if the ending didn't, if the ending ending didn't wrap up so quickly. Mm-hmm. I probably would have been willing to overlook the speed issues with the rest of the film, I guess, because I think it would have been like, well, at least the movie wrapped itself up. Okay. But the fact that it just mm-hmm. ends and it's just, I, but like there was nothing else. That that was it. That was the, the, okay. We were leading to a th- four minute scene and that's it. Like that just <laughs> bugs me to death. Uh, for For a movie that offers up such a neat story with overcoming diversity. Mm-hmm. In in uh, physical appearance and whatnot, uh, disability, it's such a shallow film. It doesn't it does not have enough characters. There's really only Dumbo, Tim, and Timothy. Timothy has the most dialogue in the whole movie. Yeah, uh, and the you have the uh, ringleader, the leader of the circus, right? Who is just the leader of the circus. He has no characterization. He's just a, a cardboard cutout. Uh, Mrs. Mrs. Jumbo, she has somewhat of character development in that she's so protective of her son and gets locked up for defending him. Uh, the other female elephants are just gossiping. Yeah, they don't they don't have anything more than that. Oh, and none I hated of the other animals. <laughs> oh, none of the other animals. I hated them too. None <laughs> of the other animals in the circus even have. Uh, Hum, uh, are anthropomorph, anthro, anthropomorph, anthrop. They're not humanized. <laughs> they're not humanized. Jeff, they're not humanized. <laughs> it's okay. I tried to. I started trying to say it in my head. I'm like, wait, anthropomorphic. Anthrop- there anthropomorphic. It is. There you go. Okay, thank you. <laughs> TC, words as we have discussed, me. this is not a podcast of words. This is a podcast <laughs> of thoughts that are spewing out of our mouths. <laughs> we we will do the entire rest of this episode in mime. So strap in, everybody. <laughs> it's going to be a next two and a half hours. Let's go. 
That's good because all these all these uh, stumbling over the words. This just means that at the end of this show, or at the end of this run, I can just do a bonus episode that is every time we mess up I'm a word a, <laughs> or us uh, spitting and stuttering. <laughs> but It'll none of the fun. none of the there aren't characters and enough characters in this movie no and when the they clowns do have characters, don't have character right when when they do have a character in a movie like when they actually have a fairly well developed character their part is so small and so mm-hmm. short because i i get like mr the stork i feel like stork, was a yes. great character and i was waiting for that character to come back like mm-hmm. oh he just came did his did his thing and then he was gone which i kind of got which excited. is another i didn't realize that oh. that was that he was voiced by uh the guy who did winnie the pooh Oh yes, uh, this you you might want to consider this one of the Disney tropes, which we could touch on later. But Ooh, this is yes. his vocal debut, <laughs> debut for Disney films, <laughs> and this guy is around for decades. Sterling, <laughs> I think, is his name. Yep, Sterling, Sterling Holloway. Something. I had to look it up. There you go. <laughs> yep. But so, anyways, uh, sorry. Yeah, the, we're going back. The, the, you're right. The characters come. People who have any sort of character to them come and go so quickly that they aren't. There's not enough time to develop them, and going so far as being caricatures now first i'll say these gossiping henpecking elephant women are you could just easily have made it two instead of five right. of them just mm, just talking 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 crap about little dumbo but the the crows you want to you want to discuss the crows <laughs> so let us let's discuss the crows i am um and i feel like i feel like obviously we do we need we need to talk about them i want to know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um your opinion regarding them, because I also have an opinion regarding them, and I'm wondering okay. if my opinion is not going to be, um, it might might be <laughs> might be somewhat controversial. Okay, that's fine. You'll let me you'll let me take it first, I'll and then we'll first, see what though. happens. We follow. Yeah. So my feelings about these crows. I, as a kid, being young, I had this uh, mix seed, uh, this compilation CD, a series of CDs that were all like the hits of Disney. There mm-hmm. was everything from. Um, uh, Beauty and the Beast be our guest and April Showers and and the I've Never Seen an Elephant Fly song was on here. First of all, I love me a good pun. And this whole <laughs> that whole song is puns. And as a kid, I liked the Crows. I liked that song. Like, I liked that. And I, I, getting a little older, I liked the idea that these seemingly bullies were absolutely willing to help out Dumbo after getting making fun of him not for his appearance but for the idea that he thought he could fly like them mm-hmm. and I like the idea that it's like oh hey hey come on man don't leave like that we were making fun of you but we're, we're laughing with come on don't don't leave like I like the idea but once it became aware to me that these were racist caricatures of Black people from the 40s. <coughs> Excuse me. It's hard not to see that. Mm-hmm. Now, I've mentioned so far in um, Fantasia and the Pinocchio episode, the mm, we're delving into some uh, <laughs> racist caricatures and right. racist character types. Is there malicious intent? That's kind of my gauge here is it an, an, an is it an unfortunate sign of the times that the movies came out with or is it just racism and if these crows were voiced by black men it wouldn't be a problem but they're all voiced by white guys and i have to call i have to call them out on that see and that is the <clears throat> That's the that's the problem. That is the that's my mm-hmm. biggest issue that I have with them is that, like you said, they are they were not voiced by African American men. They were uh, they were all white guys. Yeah, because had Sorry. they no, it's okay. Uh, what's going on in the background there, TC? I'm, uh, my cat was trying to escape, and I had to, I had to shut the window. <laughs> Sorry, please continue. I, that's a terrible point to interrupt you. <laughs> No, no, um, yeah, because because I see, and I watching this time, watching this this watching it now as an adult, I'm I'm watching them going like, okay, yes, for the same the same reasons you just said, I was okay with them 
I was completely mm-hmm. okay with them as characters because they weren't being they weren't being shown as like sunshine was where she was being basically a servant to servant. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, they were not being looked down upon. They were more or less in my, in my eyes, they were more or less an equal character. They are just as, Timothy uh, or, or Dumbo was technically at that point because they show mm-hmm. up. Yeah, they tease them. But then, like you said, they they go, no, no, no. It's just we were just joking. Don't worry. And they legitimately do are willing to help him out and they don't tease him again after that. So they save the day. Right. Exactly. And like that, that to me, I went, OK, I'm OK with that. Um, mm-hmm. Now, uh, you said they were all voiced by uh, by uh, white gentlemen. Is that? I believe so. Okay. Uh, you could fact check me on that if you want, but I believe seeing that in in trying to find just a little more information on Dumbo, specifically that little piece of commentary uh, in the racial stereotyping of a character named Jim Crow of all characters. Come on now. Right. In <laughs> um, just kind of looking at that so I would have some element of point of conversation. I I will admit fully that you and I are not the experts on this sort of subject. We right. are two <laughs> white dudes, but it's worth addressing. I'm, we're not going to hide and not discuss this. This is something worth discussing. Uh, but in trying to investigate a little bit, I did see it mentioned that uh, it was, I think, Cracked had a little thing like, well, it's not like they had white guys doing impressions of black guys. Oh, wait, they did? That's bad. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> so the one one of the crows... Um, it wasn't Jim Crow, but one of the crows was voiced by James Basket, who's the du- who okay. who is the African gentleman who did um, who was in Song of the South. <laughs> oh, Uncle Remus. Uh, Uncle which, Remus. Uh... Yep. Uh, so at least at least one of them was, <laughs> and I'm okay. True. I'm okay with that. Again, I am completely mm-hmm. okay with it. If they were voiced by African American gentlemen, I'm good with that. If it's if it's a white guy doing a, an impersonation of it, that's just that's being right. That's just being. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's being question- that's too being very questionable at that point. It really is. I I could be wrong, and I'd love to have any commentary from the listeners on this. I'm certainly open for discussion on this. But that simple element of having a white guy do the voice changed it enough. Changed it into a territory that's not cool, right? If because the crows are cool characters, they are they are. Help, they do help. They save the day. They, I love all the puns. I like the song's a good song. So having that, just that one little thing, if it had been differently, uh, handled differently, probably could have changed how this movie uh, is perceived by some people. Um, however, the crows aside, the... Well, bless you, I I'm think. I'm so or sorry. Or a dog just barked at you. Are no, you no. being attacked by a dog? Ah, down, Whoopi. <laughs> it's perfectly there, okay. There is another <laughs> element in this movie that addresses similar issues in uh, race relations of the era. And it's the the gentlemen who helped the elephants build the circus in the storm. They are all people of color and none of them have faces. Mm-hmm. And they're, the lyrics of the song are we, we – I don't have them in front of me verbatim. I probably should because that would make me more factually accurate. But the, <laughs> the lyrics to the song aren't all that – great to people of color either of the time saying that we we work all day to earn our money and then we blow it on drinks right now i know plenty of schleppy new york gambinos that would do the exact same thing so maybe it's just not intended to be people of color building this this circus and it's just it's dark and stormy so that's just the shading they used I don't know. That's true. And it was an interesting choice for them to have you for like the, the humans in the movie, except for um, the the ringleader or the ringmaster mm-hmm. um, is the only human. I'm, I'm leaving out clowns because clowns aren't human. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Uh, I'm leaving out the clowns because they, they got they got makeup on. So they're not like just a normal person. But mm-hmm. the humans in the film are, are generally portrayed as faceless people. They don't. Yes, they're not never really because this is the first movie where your main cast and i will include the crows and and mrs dumbo and the other elephant women and the other animals that our main Mm -hmm. cast are all animals there isn't humans are not a a main character this i mean i know this is the third 
quote unquote feature length Disney movie, but it's it's fourth fourth. You got to count Fantasia. If you count Fantasia, that's true. Um, <laughs> but like it's it's very much so that the the humans aren't aren't portrayed as human, and they're kind of just these very broad generalizations of humans. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I did notice that. Like, but again, that goes back to the whole that you know is that because that was just the era you know that's that's Mm -hmm. in the in the 40s that was quote unquote who did that type of work and it's like "Ah, okay fine whatever i I guess but um so real quick i would because i don't want to get too far away from it i am looking it up online because i want to make sure that we do talk very uh talk about it if we if we do bring it up so i'm looking on Mm -hmm. here the voices of all of the crows were voiced mm-hmm. by members of the Hal Johnson Choir, which was an which was an African American, an all black Af- uh, choir. So all the crows are so all are the crows people are, color? Are, are are people of color. Well, how do you like that? I yep. I thank I you for clearing that up, and um, that actually kind of makes me f- feel better, right? Uh, that that they weren't white people doing character voices. That's great. That is. Um, whatever I said, I swear it was on crack. It had to have been a crack list. And I wouldn't be surprised. I, sometimes <laughs> on those lists, it's hard to separate the snark from the facts. So right. I, I will, I will please disregard my previous statements. <laughs> and I see. And that's why I wanted to bring it up. I wanted us, I wanted us to make sure that we, we, we establish that now. Cause I don't want this to go out yeah. and have people be like, Oh no, actually it's not. Here's the proof. And like, I wanted to be like, mm-hmm. no, no, no. We, I looked it up. Cause I, cause like I said, I, you bringing it up. I had never heard that. Of course, I didn't look it up, so I didn't no, think no, to look I'm, at I'm it. I'm glad it was. I'm glad I was false on that one. And <laughs> anyone, anyone listening, I will. I, I appreciate fact checking. Those those who might know me personally know that occasionally I go to Facebook to fact check. All <laughs> occasionally, <laughs> I do it all the time. <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, so that's it's. Um, yeah, because uh, Hal Johnson, I'm reading this, I'm reading mm-hmm. his bio here. He, uh, he arranged the music for and conducted his choir in more than 30 feature-length Hollywood films, uh, including Walt Disney's Dumbo, specifically in the song When I See an Elephant Fly. Johnson himself voiced mm-hmm. one of the Crow characters, the Deacon Crow. Mm-hmm. So it was him. Uh, and then uh, this, <laughs> they also sang on uh, sang Song of the South. So we will hear them again <laughs> if we, because uh, we're doing Song no, of the we South. Won't. We're not doing no. that. Oh, okay, just no, sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, so the, apparently, apparently that is the case. And if that is the case, then I, I will, I, you know, I, I'll definitely say like I'm, I'm okay. I'm completely okay with the crow characters as they're portrayed. Then because I do not see, I do not see the sunshine issue. I don't see them yes. being a servant to, um, like anybody white i don't see that and i'm okay i'm fine then yes their their voices they're you know they're they might be doing more of a slangish or more like stereotypical voice which um, okay that could that could still be uh seen as being racist but Mm -hmm. it's they're not they're not being portrayed like i'm not watching gone with the wind and seeing them as a servant i'm not watching and being like beaten or anything like no that is no uh that's a no no there's there's something to be said about Dumbo just as a film in general that really I think in general conversation, that's the first thing people remember mm-hmm. are the crows, good or bad. Well, however you feel about it, that's the most memorable. Is that is that the most memorable thing about Dumbo? I, I would challenge the regular viewer of this movie who maybe has not seen it in a decade or more to tell me the name of the mouse. Unless you truly grew up loving Dumbo and have mm-hmm. seen it again and again and again, it is not nearly as memorable as Pinocchio, Fantasia, and Snow White have are that that still are to this day. People know your nose will grow because of Pinocchio. Yep. Uh Snow White has been rebooted a million times. <laughs> Fantasia has at the very least the Sorcerer's Apprentice. And I think Dumbo is honestly the most forgettable of these four films so far. And the music. It's uh, to go back again to be like I see an elephant fly being the only thing, maybe the first thing people think of. It's because the rest of the songs in this, I could have, I could have sworn that Casey Jr. The I think I can, I think I can, I think I can. I could have right. sworn that was a whole musical number. It is like <laughs> ten seconds. He's get to the title. I think I can, I think I can. I knew I could, I knew I could. That's it. <laughs> That's right. it. And Sorry, then moving on. Be, I want to. 
I thought I could. I thought I could. Oh yeah. Um, uh, apparently, but the music apparently in this the isn't song, memorable. the song "Baby Mine" from this, mm. um, is well known. I was not aware of that. I did not know that either. Though it's I been did, covered. I did know that, but I yeah, wouldn't have told it, you that was from Dumbo. There's nothing. There's nothing no. I would have gone. Oh well, yeah, that's from Dumbo, isn't it? Like I don't know that. Honestly, yeah, you have to be a real hardcore <laughs> Disney fan to know that. Right. Honestly, I think Dumbo is more well known for the ride at Disneyland. <laughs> So unfortunately, I think at this point, that's what he's probably more that's known right. for <laughs> is, the, is the kitty oh, ride at Disneyland. <laughs> it's just the the music isn't memorable. The characters themselves aren't all that memorable. But you know what? There is there is more egregious errors that I think need to be addressed in this film. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to bring them up right now, Jeff. Bring them up, TC. What are these errors? I, th- I think that this might very well be where the misconception for me and many other people came. Uh, if not this, then Disney in itself is responsible for this. The kangaroo pouches. Yeah, no, you cannot, you know, Homer Simpson showed us in uh, the Simpsons what that's really like, but, uh, you got the little kangaroo just jumping in the pouch. Can't do that. Ostriches putting their heads in the ground. Another fallacy. Ostriches don't do that when they're scared. They don't do that at all. <laughs> so you're blaming Disney. Hey, you know what? That's I, have, right. I have one more error. According to Disney mm-hmm. and their maps, Florida's panhandle goes all the way to Mississippi and does not meet Alabama. <laughs> Look at the maps. Well, uh, <laughs> hold on a minute. What were the maps like back in 1941? You know, I was curious to look that up, mm-hmm. and I just couldn't be bothered because mm-hmm. I didn't think they've changed the <laughs> state outline of Florida in the last or last 70 years. Though I want to look now because we're in an episode of fact checking. <laughs> <laughs> well, is this? Let's let's get into some of our uh, some of the topics we dis- have discussed every episode so far because. Um, I don't, I don't know if it's time for that, but why not? Yes. Is this a movie to show kids? Is this appropriate to kids? Is this something that you, that you would, you would just put out there for kids to watch? So, I mean, I guess for, for, because I, I generally tend to bring up anything that could be scary or frightening for children. Mm-hmm. Um, there mm-hmm. really wasn't anything in this movie that would have been scary. The except uh, for the pink, pink elephants elephant. on parade, right? Yeah. yeah, that is the that sequence is weird because like the, a lot of those elephants they don't have eyes; they're just the black void where the eye is. <laughs> That's it. It's That's the eyes. very. I am. I get. Eyes are creepy to me if done in a certain way. <laughs> mm-hmm. I both love eyes and I both can be terrified of eyes. And so like Plus, there's there's the hollow that. dead black eyes. And then there's also one instance where it's a very realistic looking eye that appears. Yeah. yeah. For it's, like a half a yeah. second. Like, wow. Like, what, what, what? Why was that one real? What's going on? Um, but Drinking's like, bad. <laughs> don't drink. <laughs> but the, the, the I mean, the, the, the truth is throughout the most of this movie, the movie is just a very sad film. It's it's mm-hmm. very almost depressing. So it's it's. If anything, it's going to make a kid sad or cry because everyone's just teasing Dumbo the entire movie mm-hmm. or, or you know, like when, when Mrs. Jumbo freaks out when uh, Dumbo's Woo! being teased, like that can be kind of scary because, I mean, it's mm-hmm. – it's she's – I don't know how she didn't kill those kids. Like, honestly. <laughs> oh, it's terrifying. But I, I wonder if this, I, yeah. if, if this could work for toddlers. Just the just the colorful imagery, the moving about, the cute little the cute little elephants. There's there's more of that than the scary imagery of Mrs. Jumbo attacking in the pink elephant section. That maybe you could pop this in in segments and and amuse a kid who can't talk yet, like right. that sort of you know, younger than toddler or a little older than newborn. Just kind of that in that pocket. But once a kid can sort of follow a narrative now i especially once they get old enough to understand some of the implications of the movie <laughs> ah, then you're 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 getting into some territory where you're going to have to have a conversation with your kid right i think that's how the movie kind of falls on the spectrum of what's what you can how you can present it to kids and that does make sense about having it being more for for a younger uh child or like a, like you said a toddler because yeah there's not really any dialogue that the child will need to pay attention to yeah timothy uh does talk a lot and the crows mm-hmm. talk but it's just you know for a lot of it it's just pictures and it's just noise and, and then there's music it's colorful, that plays, yeah. colorful imagery mm-hmm. that moves around and it's nothing that a 
a baby wouldn't just, you know, in their infant eyes, just be seeing color and hearing noises and just kind of seeing, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, I think it would probably work for a much younger child. Um, but anybody older, probably not. However, with, with the, there is a lesson in this film and we, we've discussed that in the previous episodes as well. The lesson, uh, and we've already touched on it in this episode, just right. overcoming diversity, yep. overcoming a disability to, to not just prove your worth, but to prove your self-worth is a good message and a more intellectual tween this movie could probably really appeal to uh when you have something kind of have uh you know like the hot topic kids they they kind of lean more towards that it's it was goth i don't know what they call it now but that more (laughs) depressing sort of oh the world is a dark place Dumbo is a colorful version of what those type of people enjoy Mm -hmm. and there is a positive message within the sadness of this. And so I, I, I do think a tween that is into that sort of thing could find some joy in Dumbo, in the misery of Dumbo. <laughs> <laughs> they, I mean, they might be uh, they might be in that point because Dumbo is different and they may see themselves as being different because they're changing mm-hmm. and life is changing and people are changing and all that Again, sort of that, stuff. That, so. that is what is good about this movie is that message of – despite any sort of disability you might have, you can and will overcome. That is great. That is the great element of this movie. It just isn't enough great to make this movie stand up with (laughs) the others. True. However, even if it may not stand up, this is a segue, TC. Even if it may not stand up with the others, (laughs) I think I ruin it when I pause and say it's a segue. Call Um, call it what it is. Call it what it is. I'm just going to do that. Um, The tropes, the tropes in first for this Uh, film. I uh, I have two. I've we've already mentioned. I have already mentioned one of them, and mm-hmm. for for me, what it was because I, I try to go with like story wise, um, not not including the fact that the guy who did the voice of Winnie the Pooh and who will be in like <laughs> literally every movie we watch in the next forty years. Yeah. That's um, not exactly a trope. That no. it, or it's not a trope. It's a it's a trademark. It's a, a trademark. trademark of Disney movies is going to be Sterling Holloway yep. from this point on for many many years, and maybe uh, maybe every episode. I'll point out what character he plays. <laughs> There's Sterling Holloway. <laughs> yep. He'll be like, and the Sterling Holloway uh, appearance is this character. <laughs> uh, no. So the two that I found for this, uh, for this uh, movie, uh, the mm-hmm. animals themselves are the main focus of a story instead of humans or human like characters. Cause mm-hmm. for Pinocchio, we definitely got animal, you know, anthropomorphic. That's the word. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we had anthropomorphic characters with the Fox, um, I can never remember those characters' names. Honest Honest John and Gideon. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But they weren't the – they were just two amongst a ton of other human uh, human characters. This is Mm -hmm. the first film where our characters are animals. There's – it's there's no question they're animals they're all animals yeah. except for no again, question about it the ringmaster my but my mm-hmm. other trope that i've noticed and this is the one that i got kind of excited about but then at the same time kind of was like oh okay um a lead character is missing one of his parents ah is, yeah pinocchio snow well because snow, Pinoc- white. snow white we don't know where her parents are we don't we've never we have oh. no idea who her parents are or where we just they know are. her mo- her stepmother that's all we know we don't right. know <laughs> And that's the thing where it's like, this is, this is the one, this was the movie where I, I, you know, there was, there's obviously like, oh, Dumbo has a mom, but Mm -hmm. his dad is just absent. He's just gone. Right. So in in Snow White, we don't know what happened. Right. At least in the Disney version. We don't know where dad is. We don't know where mom is. We just know she has an evil stepmom. She has an evil stepmom. This is the one where we very clearly can see. A single mother and Mrs. Jumbo. Right. With so maybe I well, should maybe I should the, specify the that story. it's a single parent. This is the first mm-hmm. this is the first Disney film that is a is a clearly established single parent for uh, right. or for our main character. So I just, right. I thought that was kind of interesting. I'm like, oh, I get, it's Dumbo. Dumbo it is the movie that that starts the whole single parent in a Disney film. <laughs> oh boy, we this uh, this is a trope of Disney that will continue to this very day. <laughs> it's we will, almost we'll weird. point out Disney trope dead parent. <laughs> it's almost weird when a character's both of both of a character's parents are alive. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's, honestly, it's more rare than it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I will, I will say, like Inside Out, both of the girls' parents are alive. Mm, that's Pixar. I know, I know, I know. But I mean, like, <laughs> you still kind of just. It's kind of all the same nowadays, but like, I mean, like, but why, you know, they could have very easily had her be, have her just have a single mom. Like they really could have, mm-hmm. like, why didn't yeah. they, you know, or, uh, or no, like uh, tangled. tangled, tangled, both of her parents are, she's just estranged from them because right. she was kidnapped. That's true. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I just, I thought that was fun. I, I, I'm like, oh, look at that. It actually, and it took me there like two thirds of the way through the movie to realize I'm like, where is his dad? Where is, <laughs> where's Dumbo's dad? Or where's Mr. Mr. Jumbo? Jumbo. <laughs> well, Jeff, I, I have to ask you. Yes. Of all the movies that we've watched so far. Man. And I know this is going to be tough. It's going to be tough to where choose. Where <laughs> do you put Dumbo? Um, well, I, I don't think this is going to be hard to it's determine not gonna be hard for, at for all. either of us. <laughs> um, unfortunately, Dumbo is number four on my list. Um, Mine as well. Yeah. Mine as well. Just because, uh, well, I don't know, listen to the last 45 minutes of the episode, I guess. Uh, it was it's just, just, yeah, it yeah. was just, nah. I, I didn't hate Dumbo. I want to make that clear. No, no, no. We, and I, I, I hope that the listeners hearing us. No, like I hope you're hearing it. We don't hate this movie. We're not no, no. saying that. It's just less ambitious. It's less memorable. They took far less chances doing parts of the budgetary budgetary constraints that they had on the film. Right. And I mean, if you look at it in that light where you're like, oh, they just they they really didn't care. They just put it together so they could get it out there and may hopefully make some money. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, great. They succeeded. They did exactly what they needed to do because they made a movie that was just meh and made a meh, crap ton yeah. of money off of it. <laughs> you know, then <laughs> isn't that the Disney way? <laughs> That's totally Come on the now. Disney way. Wait a minute. <laughs> Dumbo is the precursor to every direct to DVD release to Disney movie. <gasps> Disney, how dare you start in 1940? um <laughs> that's weird but no i yeah definitely number four just yeah it was just okay mm-hmm. unfortunately it wasn't like i feel and i was so worried for this episode because i really have we've done all of my notes everything is done on my list of notes and and i feel like we I don't know how we talked for 45 minutes about this film. <laughs> We're that good, Jeff. We are just we that, are that good. good. Well, um, and unless... I promise you, we'll keep giving you good podcasting. <laughs> I promise you. Mine is more Mayor Quimby. Uh, there used to be a point where it was more Kennedy, and now it's just becoming more Mayor Quimby. It's it's really easy to switch back and forth like that. So, <laughs> Well, let's get on to, um, let's just do any kind of comments, any kind of discussion that we've yeah. had from all yeah. of our awesome followers out there. TC, you said you have somebody and i know i have somebody actually while recording while recording Mm. um because i posted right before we started recording the episode uh sarah left a comment on the post so i was gonna read so i was gonna read the one from last week but i'm gonna read this one instead so it's because it's on the it's on dumbo so (laughs) Uh, so for for those of you listening who want to comment you can comment on the facebook page underneath our post Uh, typically jeff will post we're about to record. Here's the movie. Any thoughts? You can always comment on each episode, which we will do a little commentary catch up right now if you'd mm-hmm. like. Yep. Um, I think it'd be worth mentioning Sarah's comment from Fantasia. Oh, yeah. We'll do that but one too. You can also tweet at me at TC's Big Head, and you can tweet at Jeff at Random Bell. You can find both of us on Twitter and Instagram under those monikers. And we'd love to hear from you guys. This show thrives on the listeners so please feel free to chime in and let us know your thoughts on anything we've covered so far or any episode in particular so jeff take it away okay and i'm real quick side note i am very happy with the amount of interaction everybody has been doing in these last four episodes it's it's a lot of fun to see it kind of starting to pick up steam and kind of grow and i understand some movies are going to have more comments and more interaction than others but uh (laughs) dc is going to be doing that until you guys keep commenting more i mean he's just going to be he's going to pass out (laughs) (laughs) but no i'm 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 just personally i'm very happy that people are are interacting because that's what i wanted i want to be able to talk to you people you people it's for you guys it's for you if we wanted to just talk to ourselves we wouldn't record it no i mean well we actually we probably would have because i have a handful of podcasts that are just for me (laughs) anyway so what does sarah have to say what does you want to do you want to do the dumbo one and then we do catch up 
Uh, well, uh, go ahead and mention the, the one she mentioned previously. Okay. So mm-hmm. uh, Sarah commented back on when we posted Fantasia last week. Uh, so here is Sarah's comments. In, I'm in my early 30s, and I grew up watching our VHS of Fantasia. But to this day, I still can't watch the dinosaurs segment. The moments of the T-Rex fighting, then killing the poor Stegosaurus literally makes me cry. Ugh. Yes. Heartbreaking. I mentioned that, too. That, that, totally. That, that is such a... He dropped dead twice. It's... it's <laughs> That's how serious it is. This is serious. <laughs> no, I agree. That that sequence, that sequence was like the well, I'm like um, that's where that was one of the ones where I'm like, well, this is not appropriate for children. There's a lot of death going on in this sequence. I know it's nature, but oh, <laughs> that's horrible. And yeah, I, nature's I, bad. Nature's bad. I don't want to go outside again. It makes me sad. But uh, uh, so, well, what does Sarah have to say about Dumbo here? So Sarah, so getting a, a, a double helping of Sarah this week, which is mm-hmm. awesome. Thank you, Sarah, for coming obviously uh so for dumbo this week i haven't seen it in years and i've never really loved it but i'll tell you one thing the baby mind scene with dumbo and his mom holding each other through his mom's cells cell bars mm. literally makes me sob even if i see yes. a picture of it tears come quickly i get choked up oh. it's heartbreaking <laughs> holy cow it, that made me so yes. sad that sequence did yes oh. you are you are right on there sarah and i don't think we gave enough credit talking about it earlier with the music that that song is so effective. That moment is so effective. It's it's no it's no surprise that song was nominated for an Oscar, mm-hmm. and it that that further proof why this is one of the saddest Disney animated films. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I just is like it was like one moment after another in this film. I'm like you, the first five minutes of of Mrs. Jumbo Leave not Jumbo alone. <laughs> like he doesn't, she doesn't get her baby when the stork delivers all the babies, and just the look in her eye when Aww. she like it wait like thinks the next one's hers and it's not. Like Aww. holy cow, <laughs> that that kills me inside. And then you do a song like that where like. And oh, a Dumbo look! No, 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 no! <laughs> I'm just wandering around my apartment crying now. But no, well, that thank you, sequence. sir. We're, we're we're happy to have brought tears to your eyes. <laughs> at least it was for a good thing. But see, so Sarah made a real quick comment there at the start of that. Um, she never really loved Dumbo either. So it's this is interesting to know, and I'm curious to know how many other people out there are kind of along the same mm-hmm. page where Dumbo is just like, yeah, okay. All right. It was nah, it was nah. it was fine, but I didn't love it, you know. So, it'd be interesting to know. So, I would like to know that too yeah. for anybody. TC, what do you All have? Right, well, I, I have a, t- a couple tweets here. One's a quick one from my buddy uh from Jordan. He tweeted at me, "Loving this so far. Fantasia's my number one for me." Oh, awesome. Um, I'm so thank you Jordan for listening. Thank and you. and then I have a question here from Calvin mm. from Twitter and he says, "What are your feelings?" Um, the Dumbo live action remake or Disney re- live action remakes in general. Uh, Jeff just discovered there's going to be a live action remake before we recorded. Literally. And apparently it was, well, apparently like the most recent news for it came like a week or two ago. I mm. didn't even hear that news. Apparently Will Smith's attached. I'm sure it has something to do with his ears. <laughs> oh, well, I hope so. Because uh, if he plays one of the crows, <laughs> screw you, Disney. Okay, oh, Disney. Oh, sorry. That be is Timothy. the most vocal Tim- that I'm going to get. <laughs> Look, I... D- <laughs> Just this goes to Dumbo. This goes to just the live action remakes in general. I am not a fan. I am not a fan mm-hmm. of the verbatim remakes that they've done. So Cinderella was just a, a verbatim remake. Uh, Beauty and the Beast is looking to shape up to be exactly just a shot for shot remake. But at the same time, I don't like the remakes that are so far differently. <laughs> I did not need to see a Maleficent movie. I did not need to see. One of the most evil, bad, um, one of the best villains in the Disney franchise. I don't need to see her sympathetic. I didn't need to see that. I didn't need it. the subtext of that movie. No, I didn't need that. So there's no winning me over here because you're going to do the live action remakes and that's fine. They're, they're, but why not just re-release the animated ones? Why not? Why does it have to be this obvious cash grab to just do these live action remakes? And then, or doing the ones that are so far off of it that is Guy Ritchie really the best choice to make a live action Aladdin? <laughs> I love Guy Ritchie. I do not see how this is going to work out. <laughs> okay. Rant um, over. Jeff, what are your feelings? 
I'm kind of looking forward to the Beauty and Beast movie. <laughs> that's fine. You can you can like that all you want. I, it's I, fantastic I, casting. Uh, I think the, the cast is amazing. Uh, I think that's my reasoning. I think because I looked. Why at the do cast. I sound so aggressive here? <laughs> Emma Watson's a perfect choice. Yeah, I, I look at the cast and I went. Yep, that's who needs to play uh, Belle. Yep, that's who needs to play Gaston. Yep, that's Lumaire. Darn yep, it. Yep, okay. <laughs> like, like, at least I will say this. With the Beauty and the Beast one, yeah, I'm I'm on the fence about Cinderella, you know, Maleficent, like all of those. I'm, I, uh, yeah, you can love them, you can hate them. I, I don't really care. But at the end of the day, when it came to like the Beauty and the Beast one, and I saw like mm-hmm. cast photos from the, from the set, I went... Well, at least they cast the right people. Like you look at it, and you yeah, go, yeah. "Yeah, that's who should play them." <laughs> so I'm giving them the credit of, "Yeah, you're doing a good job." And they brought Alan Silvestri, Alan Silvestri, Alan Menken back, not Alan Silvestri. <laughs> they brought the guy who did the music for it to come back to do the music. So, okay, I'm all right. I'm fine with that. Like they're at least not just throwing it together and being like, yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah, like they're not doing a, like a, like a lame attempt at it. I feel they're <laughs> trying and that's what makes me very excited. Plus I can't help it. Cause I'm a, I'm a I'm, guy and I thoroughly enjoy Emma Watson. She's very cute. <laughs> I can't help I, it. Plus Beauty and the Beast is my favorite. Oh, it's my favorite Disney anime. I, I am surely proving <laughs> Just in my my curmudgeonly commentary <laughs> that I am not the demographic target nope, for these live action remakes. I am the, I'm the you demographic. Are, you are, Jeff. You are. <laughs> it's me. Just put Emma Watson in anything. I'm pretty much okay with it. So uh, <laughs> well, I can't I, help it. She's British. Talk, I am a... What? I just love Harry Potter, so I'm, I'm all over. <laughs> yeah, <there. laughs> that's why. But uh, yeah, no, it, it, that's a, that's a good point. I mean, yeah, right there. See, this is the type of stuff that I like. It's it's comments like that. Like you obviously hate the. Well, you don't like. You do not care for the live action I, ones. I'm displeased. You're greatly displeased. Um, I will give you a harumph. And the <laughs> for me, on the other hand. <laughs> I can't continue that quote because that's from an inappropriate we can, film. We can happily dis- yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> we can but, happily disagree. I'm exactly. glad. I'm glad to disagree because if we always agreed, what what would the fun be? Well, that was the best parts of the AFI podcast was when Lindsay and I disagreed on the two films that we watched. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it initiates which, conversation. Which quick side note, everybody. Uh, Lindsay commented that Fantasia is one of her favorite podcast or favorite Disney movies. So. What what's one of her favorites? Fantasia from last week. I oh, did not okay. know yes, that until yes. after the podcast. Lindsay and I don't talk much anymore. She's listening to this right now, yelling at it, going, "We do too. We talk all the time." <laughs> well, I'm glad we did not upset Lindsay by our commentary on Fantasia. And for those of you who don't know Lindsay, again, go back and listen to the AFI podcast. That's Lindsay. So just again, mm-hmm. I like to plug our previous podcasts. <laughs> hey, that, 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 the original AFI Top Shelf is. Uh, the top shelf AFI 100 is still worth listening to because it's not dated. No, uh, some a lot of things that'll happen in podcasting is that you discuss current events, like us discussing the Dumbo movie. That kind of <laughs> dates us in, in this episode. Um, not terribly so because we obviously talked about the movie for 45 minutes. But something like AFI, I as as a fan before, uh, just as a general <laughs> listener of the series, you can listen to it any order. And you can just uh, pick and choose which movies you want to listen to, and it doesn't feel out of date. The only so, time, the only time we it's ever worth d- plugging. I appreciate that. Uh, the only time we ever do date ourselves in it is, um, unfortunately, when an actor or uh, a director died, and we watched mm-hmm. like Robin Williams died. Robin Williams died while we were doing the podcast, so we watched Goodwill Hunting, and Harold Ramis yeah. died, and we so we watched Ghostbusters. Like that's the only time they kind of get dated because mm-hmm. we, you know, like oh, this is not part of the list, and we're watching a movie. But I, I, I I'm glad you think so, sir. I'm glad that that yeah. hopefully that podcast. <laughs> live on for infamy because it's been four <laughs> years since we started it wow if that blows anybody else's mind <laughs> it blows mine it was four years ago when we started that show and now i'm just continuing to date this show <laughs> <laughs> well hey that's uh that's the couple of tweets that i thought were worth mentioning today well fantastic oh, thanks for tweeting at us guys um thanks for leaving the messages other on the facebook so that was uh that mm-hmm, was mm-hmm. that was the only ones uh thomas did Tom, Thomas left? Yeah, yeah. Thomas said that he uh, got around to actually watching. Or I, sorry, not actually. I don't like using that word. Uh, Thomas got around <laughs> to finishing Fantasia, um, and he agrees the back half is a lot better than the fir- the front half. Um, Excellent. And he likes your theory of it representing maturity and growth. Yes. So- I, I, I did go back and watch your the Disney theory you had had posited or you had referenced from Watso 
my the theory wasn't so really as good as TC's. I <laughs> uh, you know I'm not trying to boast or anything, but the, that guy's theory it didn't it, it required some restructuring of the film and some omitting of the film, True. omissions from the film, and therefore my theory is stronger because yours actually is from beginning to end. <laughs> True. So let's all just keep congratulating me on oh. that. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you, TC. But I think that's. I think that kind of wraps up the episode. I think that's all that I'm, I got for uh, this week. So uh, next week, then let's just uh, we'll wrap yes. these up. Next week we, we are, are going watching. What are we watching, TC? Another single mother and another sad <laughs> film. <laughs> Great. Coming up next is movie number five, Bambi. Ooh, Bambi. Mm-hmm. Yes. Boy, I don't uh, – I already have a theory <laughs> about oh, good. Bambi. <laughs> However, it does require right. a completely different Disney movie. So that did not get released for 45 years afterwards. So, Oh, well, I'm looking forward to that. Line. That's a nice tease right there. Indeed. But Bambi will be next on the list. Uh, I'm, looking for, I'm looking forward to rewatching this one, mm-hmm. especially following Dumbo because Dumbo – more or less was kind of just more of a ch- it was more of a chore to get through than anything. <laughs> um, but I'm looking forward to watching Bambi, which is coming back into that classic Disney arena. Right, I and feel we'll like how- we're we're going back into that world, that the, the world mm-hmm. that we kind of expect Disney to be. Um, mm-hmm. I know, however, it does take so, a break a little bit afterwards for a couple of movies, but we'll discuss yeah, well, that later. De- <laughs> <laughs> so, for those listening, if you get a chance to watch Bambi again, or you have any memories of it look for the post on facebook about our recording and yes. go ahead and leave some comments there or again tweet at us but uh yeah there we go uh hi that, that was fun jeff Good that job. was fun that's four down tc yeah. only 51 and- to go <laughs> <laughs> oh boy boy doesn't now, that just and, make and it as we horrible. wrap up here <laughs> as we wrap up here last week we came up with a great out, oh. uh, outro, a sign-off, a great sign-off. After we and got done, neither record- of us wrote it down. <laughs> we had just stopped recording. Yeah, and I said write it down, and Jeff didn't write it down. I didn't write it down. I'm like, I'll remember it. I'll remember it. I got distracted and never wrote it down. <laughs> oh, so we're still taking suggestions for that, but. That being said, thanks for listening. (laughs) Yes, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll be here next week. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we'll use that one for now. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Until next time, we'll be right here. (laughs) All right, everybody. Have a fun week. We'll see you guys next time. This has been a production of Ghost Hat Media, proud member of the Ghost Hat Network. Find them online at www.ghosthat.net. <laughs> I like the ending. <laughs>